Hello there, my rich, sexy bitches. Welcome back to Social Equity, the podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Splino. I'm so thrilled that you're here today, but also, I mean, I've worked past most of the nerves because it's been something that I'm processing for a while. It's February 23rd, but I never thought I would say this out loud or to myself. It's almost been as shocking as processing my sexuality. No, not really. I mean, yeah, it, it is because I've worked so hard at this, but... um everything's changing and I'm about to throw in the towel. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I am throwing away-ish something kind of big though. So I don't know if you know, but hopefully you follow me because you know that the proof is in the pudding. I know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to social media marketing and personal branding because I have built a brand to have over 333,000 followers across platforms. And that's an underestimate because I just looked at TikTok and right now I have 290,000 followers alone just on TikTok. And then I don't even count like LinkedIn and YouTube following and podcast following, which is huge. I just really add up my TikTok and Instagram following when I say, oh, I have over 333,000 followers. Like, it's a lot. I know what I'm talking about. I hope when you listen to mentors and coaches, you listen to someone who's done it before. They don't have to have a billion followers, but they need to at least have experience in what they're talking about and teaching about. Anyway, aside from the point, um, I'm about to do something crazy um, and and tell you something crazy. Are you ready? (laughs) Drum roll, please. (laughs) I'm throwing away my old TikTok account. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. What? Like you have 290,000 followers on my TikTok account. What? what, what? Yes. Um, I, okay, let me tell you why so you can understand. And then we'll get into the strategy of what I did and how it's been helpful and how I would do it differently. Buckle up. This is going to be probably one of my longer episodes, but probably one of the most helpful episodes. So grab a notebook towards the end of this. Anyway, my point, I started on TikTok in 2019 and the world was a different place in 2019. Like first, let's start with that. You were a different person. I was a different person. That was freaking four years ago at this point. And it all got rolling before the Rona. And in 2020, so many people got on TikTok because they were bored or they needed to figure out what to do next in their life because the world had changed so much. But I got in at a really good time in 2019. And I think people probably thought like, oh my gosh, like she's crazy. She's posting all these videos with her older boyfriend pretending to be a sugar baby. Y'all, it was all strategy. Like I grew so aggressively on TikTok. And I'm going to point out why in a moment. But like I grew so aggressively and it wasn't by accident. Um There were very strategic, sneaky, smart, brilliant ways that I did this. And at the end of the day, I still am starting a new TikTok account now in 2023 because I wish I would have done some things differently. However, I'm so grateful for how it went because I learned so much. And now as I launch my next TikTok account, I'll be even more strategic and wise. And I just know what to do better. But let me explain real quick while I'm switching. So let me give credit where credit is due. Coaches need to have coaches or people they look up to, right? So there's a woman on TikTok called the Mrs. Peterson, uh, P-E-D-E-R-S-O-N. Anyway, she's amazing. She's one of the most successful female marketers 
in the world. Uh, she specializes in, I think, paid ads. So it's a little different than what I do, but I really value her opinions in the social media creator economy world. So I made a TikTok because my views were just so down. Like TikTok views are insanely down. Instagram's been crazy because I'm in Instagram jail for something I didn't do because that's some haters report shit. But that's aside from the point. Um, I do not post nudity on Instagram and that's what I got flagged for. Excuse me, sippy sippy, which is total bullshit, but it's all good. Um, what what that has taught me with having like the lower reach right now because of TikTok or sorry, Instagram gel, it's taught me resilience. Like it doesn't matter if your videos aren't getting as many views because you've been put into an algorithmic gel or also on top of that, I've changed niches from you know, my lesbian content to actually helping women with social media content, that takes a while to pivot. But beyond just that, being in Instagram jail has taught me resilience. I can't go live on Instagram right now. My account's been completely restricted. And what's crazy is, even though I've gotten lower views than I've ever gotten in my life because of these restrictions, I've made more money than I've ever made reaching the right people. Because the people who are seeing my content are a super nurtured, hot audience. And those people have been ready to learn from me and buy from me because they followed me for years. So just know, if you're going through something like this, I know I have a lot of friends listening who are in the industry of social media, coaching, teaching. I have girls who follow me and want to learn my strategy so they can apply it to their OF uh, pages. I have women following me so they can apply it to their business pages because they're doctors. I have followers of all different (laughs) shapes, sizes, uh, types of content, adult content, uh, spiritual content, church content. Like I have every type of client you can think of. So I just, I want you to realize no matter why you feel you're being restricted in the algorithm, know that you are an overcomer and it's going to be okay because your content reaches the people it's meant to reach. I kind of almost think of like the algorithm being like God's hand, like the universe is going to put you exactly where you need to go. Now, with that being said, you got to have the right strategy and you got to do your part, but don't let it affect you. And the truth is, okay, so step aside from that Instagram story, the TikTok algorithm was affecting my mindset. So I reached out to Rachel Peterson because I look up to her and I made a video and it was like, if you're not Rachel Peterson, keep scrolling. If you are, I need help. And so I made a video explaining to her, um, actually, could I play this video? Just to be super vulnerable with you guys, like it's... It's really uncomfortable, vulnerable to share stuff like this, but I feel like I I want you to know that sometimes you've got to go to someone bigger. You got to go to someone bolder. You got to go to someone who's done it before. You got to go to someone who's solved this problem for someone else before. And now I know exactly what to do so I can help people better because I was willing and humble enough to post this and go to her. So here's here's the video. First of all, I really love you, Rachel. I love your content and I love your new voice or your old voice, your authentic voice. So I started TikTok back in 2020 before the pandemic. I was an OG creator and it was really normal for me to get anywhere from 50,000 to like over 3 million views on an average video. And back then I was creating relationship content with my ex-boyfriend, more entertaining content. So the audience I built knew me for something completely different than what I'm doing now. When I left him, I shared my journey of why I left him. I was 
just sharing how I realized I was a lesbian and because of religious trauma, I didn't know that. And so I really wanted to share with the world so they could not go through what I went through and figure out their sexuality a lot sooner in life. That content eventually did good too. Like I went from age gap, relationship TikTok to lesbian TikTok. Well, now I'm teaching social media and teaching on the strategies that I've been helping my clients with for years behind the scenes. I mean, I think no one really knew how I made my money, but I was helping other brands create content for a long time. Now, I'm out here sharing strategy, yet I, as a social media strategist, can't get my TikTok views up. And I'm casually saying this with like fruit in my teeth. But this is not a casual thing for me, Rachel. I've been crying on the floor, being like, what's happening? Like, this is affecting my business on so many levels, and I'm grateful, so grateful for my one-on-one clients, but I have a group coaching program, blah, blah, blah. I'm afraid to launch it, because I'm afraid no one's going to see that I launched it. Meanwhile, on Instagram, I got reported for lack of clothes for no reason, and my reach is just blocked. So I've literally been having a mental health crisis for since mid-December. It's now mid-February. Nothing's changed. It's gotten worse. I am vulnerably, as a social media strategist and coach, looking to you going, what the heck? I need help. I need help from another coach to tell me how to get out of this. And I've done my research. I had been posting consistently. It's gotten hard lately, challenging to do this because I feel foolish for posting with no results, especially when it was something that came so naturally in the past. I've asked other strategists, they say it could take like six weeks, eight weeks to see the tides turn on TikTok for you to be categorized into a new niche. And to be honest, I don't know if you have the answers, but I've been feeling really down and your voice soothes me. And I would just like to hear it's going to be okay. If you have any advice, I want to take it. Thank you. Hope respond back. Okay, so she responded back within, let's see, I don't know, 30 minutes, which was amazing because she's a very huge TikToker. So her response, I'm going to read to you out loud because I think it's really important that we know this data so we're not being depressed because I know there's a lot of people out there who probably follow me because you're like okay I need advice to get to the next level if like me you've changed niches multiple times this is the advice that I never wanted to hear I never wanted to hear this and it actually makes me sad to say it even now because I know there's a lot of work ahead for me even though I've done so much and accomplished so much but this is what she said With each shift and major focus, you lose up to 75% of your audience. So your audience is lost with two major shifts. I would create new platforms. And I said, thank you so much for taking time to help and give me your wisdom. So completely start over. I was scared to hear this, but maybe that's the only way. She said, keep sharing relationship stuff here and influencer stuff here. And then I'm like, thank you for your help because now I can make this decision with confidence. Okay, so I'm starting a new TikTok. I'm starting a new TikTok because I couldn't get that one to move. Now, here's the thing. I had completely shifted niches. I was posting often, like every single day, multiple times a day, and I was seeing it go nowhere. 
And it was really, really rough. It's like, how could I have had all this success? How do I have all these followers yet? Nothing. Now, since talking to Rachel, I have completely switched over and started making what I like to call really lazy lesbian TikTok content and also some really beautiful storytelling strategic content that's going to nurture an audience and help that account continue to grow. So yes, I'm throwing it away for my social media and personal branding presence, but I will continue to make content that is fun for me, that relates to my niche lesbian audience there and helps women who are coming out late in life. So for those of you who have enjoyed the content that I made before are my older podcasts, Enlightened, where I talked about my journey from religious trauma to uh, sexual freedom and realizing I'm a lesbian. I think you'll be happy to hear that my TikTok at Sophia Splino is going to go back to doing just that. Now, probably not as often because that's not really my income producing business. Although, of course, I do make money from those posts. I mean, I get paid whenever brands work with me. I get paid in different creator programs. So yes, it's still profitable, but I'm here for like the big bucks, like the millions of bucks, like just life-changing money where I change people's lives so I get paid a lot more and that comes from helping people market and be extremely successful and teaching them how to do it Um, rather than just me posting like more silly videos that are inspiring and do help people but I'm not selling like a lesbian coaching program or working exclusively in lesbian dating apps or lesbian product world and for those of you who are like well why don't you just do that? I could just do that. I just don't want to do that forever. So like in the last year, I made a shit ton of money doing product brand deals that aligned with me and like very gay things and releasing programs like that. But long term, it's not my passion. My passion is teaching social media. And if I look back on my whole life, it's like, okay, this is what my friends call me for, this advice. That's what I want to show up in the world. And that's how I want to sell. And that's how I want people to remember me. So it's like this uh, dichotomy of, okay, on TikTok, I'm still going to do this thing. But I'm throwing away that TikTok for my business and just making it fun and personal and sharing like my truth, continue to share it there. Since taking Rachel's advice, I've had a couple videos go viral again, which is crazy. It was this just block. Like, I should just give up. What's going on? I don't understand. Why can I help my clients get 500,000 views on a video? But why can't you? I mean, as someone who teaches this, it was really devastating to feel incapable. Like, just yeah, to be vulnerable. It felt awful. And the truth is it wasn't my fault. I had lost 75% of my audience twice. So switching to another thing wasn't going to work. As soon as I pivoted back into my older niche, boom, viral ability instantly. So what does that tell me? And what does that tell you? It's not your fault if you're trying to change niches and you don't see results and your views go down. What you do need to do instead is start a new social media account. I'm personally going to start with TikTok. Later, we'll reassess. Maybe I do the same for Instagram. I'm not sure. I need to figure out what's going on with Instagram. I've submitted three appeals. I'm waiting to hear back. If any of you guys have like the in at Instagram, shoot me a DM. I will pay you to help me here. (laughs) But um, I don't 
know what all the answers are. But as a strategist, what I can tell you is I tried this thing. I tried to take a platform that I had built on completely different niches and pivot it and it didn't work. So as a strategist, what I'm telling you is follow along as I prove to you that I can go from zero to whatever I want to grow to and make loads of money on social media having a small following. Because also I think there's a lot of gurus out there who tell you like how to do these things. And it's really important to have someone who's done it before. Like, okay, yeah, I've done it before. I've I've grown something to like 300,000 followers. But it's also important to have someone who tells you, hey, even in your small beginnings, you can make money. And so I think it's going to be really cool for me to be showing you from zero how in these new small beginnings on this new platform, I will be able to make money. And what's really cool about TikTok is it's a lead generation platform. So you have the opportunity to... I will have this new opportunity to completely start in a new niche. And what I have learned is I need to start this new TikTok account. God, I should be charging for this information right now because it's been three months of research. But this new TikTok account, I am going to be only following people who are leaders in my industry so that the algorithm feeds me more of those videos and feeds my videos out to those similar audiences. I got caught up in following for fun on my past account, following all these age gap accounts, following all these lesbian TikTok accounts. And at the end of the day, that's like the stuff I want to engage with. I got engaged with. I got on Gaylor TikTok for a while. Totally think Taylor Swift has to be a little bi. So like I... I only see lesbian videos and I have to actively search for business and coaching and social media strategy and mindset videos. They don't just naturally come up in my feed. And so that tells me that I'm naturally not coming up in the audience I want to reach his feed, reach, audience I want to reach feed. (laughs) Okay, so now I want to talk to you about how I got to where I was strategically like my actual plan then how I break it down for you to do the same thing and then what I wish oh goodness I have alarms for everything in my life who else (laughs) it's so important okay but here we go how did I grow to 333,000 social media followers agitational triggering content I talked about a topic people love to hate age gaps. As a social media strategist, I know people have a really strong opinion about niche relationships and I was going to capitalize on that. It was the easiest way for me to capitalize. It was almost effortless content because all I had to do was like ask my boyfriend to do, my boyfriend at the time, I don't date men anymore, to do something silly with me and it would go viral. And then I also used it for good, like helping normalize age gap relationships where a lot of the women I had talked to felt, you know, this They felt ostracized in their communities. I get it. I I felt that way too. So I did talk about important things. I funneled people over to Instagram to talk about the even deeper issues and to talk about restoring your soul to a sense of peace after going through trauma and religious trauma and then people not accepting your relationships that you want to have. But at the end of the day, my TikTok was built on people loving to hate me for a niche topic, which was age gap relationships. Two, This is the next piece of strategy. I got people to love and hate each other. 
kind of like a sick politician. Hear me out. (laughs) I got people who really love me defending me and they were defending me to people who really hated me in the comments and then they were arguing and this boosted my engagement all the time. So I'd say something like super triggering to someone who thought age gaps were just bad or wrong or that I had to be using my ex-boyfriend because I would like make these silly sugar baby videos even though I always worked with him and for him. So I was never a sugar baby. I cannot... uh, I cannot impress that upon you anymore. God, uh, it was the opposite of that. Um, Okay, three. I got people to love and hate me and they couldn't look away. So they were like simultaneously loving and hating me. I literally had people who followed me just to leave hate comments. So it's like this level of triggering where they're like, they want to be you because they're like jealous that you're like living a good life. Um, but they also follow you because they're in, they're inspired and genuinely love you from like a good place in their heart too. Like they're confused by it. They can't look away. One guy left my favorite comment ever that I've ever received on TikTok and it was, you're a train wreck I can't look away from. And I was like, why thank you? <laughs> you boost my engagement. Um, okay. And for, I got people addicted to watching my next move. I let them in on very personal things in my life and like into my daily routines, which ultimately was the most helpful part for building a personal brand because that grew my following on other apps where people could watch stories and get to know me like Instagram and that's probably why you're here today like no matter what I'm talking about you're like oh I vibe with Sophia because I vibe with Sophia not because I'm a lesbian too or because I'm into age gaps like you just enjoy hanging out with me I enjoy hanging out with you um just over time you got to connect with the real me not just the strategic me and I think that's important. I know that's important to building a personal brand. So how can you use my strategy? Break it down real quick, right? Get out your notebook, write this down. One, talk about a controversial topic and get like-minded people to form a community. There's us and there's them, baby. Use the division for good. Think of your favorite creator on TikTok and like, why would you go to bat for them in the comments? Why? Why are you on their side? Make people feel that about you I don't care what your topic is. It could be something as mild as like you help women flow with their periods and work in a smoother, more gentler way according to their cycles. And you say really triggering things that like go against that, like hustle culture and stuff. So just talk about something controversial, something that's important to you. There is something controversial in your niche. I know it. And if you're having trouble figuring out what that is, I don't know, book a call with me. We'll figure it out. Two, get people to love or hate you. The ones who love you really love you and buy into your brand. And the ones who hate you boost your engagement. Like they're more valuable than anything. Three, get people coming back from work. Create sustainable content they can expect from you daily. Okay. What I mean by this is sharing your daily routine and things you can post daily because you're not posting overly edited things that take too long to produce and you won't keep up with. Like there's all these trending ways that videos are edited uh, is it worth two hours to edit that video if you're not profiting from that video and that video is only a supporting factor to your brand? I personally don't think so. Now I have an assistant that I can pay to help edit some things, but mm, I still don't think it's worth it to overly edit a lot of things because people are connecting with me because they're connecting with me like raw, real me right here, right now. This podcast is unedited. Okay, so I did all these things right. You do these one, two, three steps, talk about a controversial topic, form that community, get people to love you and hate you and get people coming back for more because you're creating sustainable content and you're posting daily. That's magic formula. That's how I did it. Now, I regret 
the topic that I chose only because that for me is not a a long-term lucrative purposeful brand because for me it's all about not it's not profit I want to feel like I have a major purpose and help people and feel good and make loads of money because for me I don't know about you I sell myself better when I know what I'm giving someone is going to change their life. And that's how I feel in my heart about social media because I know I can change one, like in one session with me, I could change someone's life with their brand. So it wasn't a lucrative purpose beyond entertainment and awareness. I also didn't want to build courses on sexuality uh, beyond what I ventured into and tested those waters because I realized really quickly that I wanted, I would have needed to go get more education on that and get like a degree in women and gender studies or fully immerse myself in way more um, intersectional women and gender studies. And that is such a fun topic for me. I didn't want it to feel like it was my everyday work. Like it's my curiosity. Whereas what I chose to do for work now is a blend of my curiosity and and what I love to do for work, what I know produces profit. Um, I'm curious because the creator landscape continues to change and I'm always growing and studying. But at the same time, I know I'm making money doing it. I don't have to, I, I don't, I just know I wasn't passionate about continuing to create courses on sexuality. I, you could do it. You could do it. Like if you are like, I want to teach on that and I want to be a coach on sexuality, that is awesome. I could help you with it from a social media and personal branding standpoint. But for me, that wasn't what I wanted to do long term. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I don't regret the topic because I'm ashamed of it is what I'm trying to say. I just want to have lucrative purpose beyond entertainment and awareness. Because if you want to make someone aware about a topic, you need to figure out how that creating awareness is going to be profitable for you and if you enjoy that process of profitability I didn't I do with social media okay anyway I hope that gives one of you clarity who's like I'm debating between these two niches and like I don't know what I'm going to enjoy more what are you going to enjoy teaching more on every single day of your life what do you feel is is something that's personal to you want to keep for fun maybe keep that for fun. This is what I wish I did instead. I wish I used my platform originally for educational, authoritative content from day one. Like before I went viral, if I would have had content that was less just entertaining alone and used my time to create consistent content about a topic that I knew I could teach on, knew that what I had to offer, like I was the leader, like I know better than anybody else, I would have led with more confidence and been able to sell more courses on those topics. For me, I can do that with social media. I know I'm the best, but am I the best at interpersonal relationships? And am I the best with heterosexual versus homosexual coming to terms with your sexuality? I took a few classes in women and gender studies, but I would have needed to go back. So you want to be really confident in your life experiences and that gives you your validity, not for the world, because you can put on a show for the world if you're selling something. Like energetically though, for you, you got to know you're the best. You got to know like what I'm talking about, I, I know. And when you step into that thing shift, as soon as I stepped into what I'm teaching now, I started making loads of money because I'm confident and like that's my calling. So figure out what your calling is. I know I do this a lot with coaching clients like 
we will hash it out and decide, okay, what are the topics you're going to talk about? Because you don't want to make the mistake and talk about things that aren't going to be your long-term content plan for your business and your life. Because if you happen to go viral for one of those things that you don't want to talk about forever, you will be stuck in the algorithmic box. It was exhausting for me to continue to create look at me content and silly content. So now on my old TikTok, I'm going to do it when I feel like it. I ain't going to stress about it. That's not my business anymore. Does that make sense? I want you guys to realize if you want to build a business, go make a different TikTok account. Go make a fun TikTok account, but build your business seriously, strategically every day. So these are the three questions I ask myself now when I when I post. Is this the personal brand I want to be remembered for? Is this image? Is this topic? Are these words coming out of my mouth what I want to be remembered for? Two, could this content be profitable in the future as I age? Not now while I look young and hot. Not now, blah, blah, blah. No. Could this content be profitable in the future as I age? And women who are older, you know I love you because I'm a lesbian who just loves older women. But I love you guys because y'all... You're special, okay? Like, let let me explain. If you are taking care of yourself and you have this life experience, when you get on social media and talk about your skincare, your fitness routines, the way that you manage relationships, people trust you because you're older and wiser. And if you look really good at your age, like, I'm not saying for your age because I'm not one of those people. Women look good all the fucking time. But if you look really good, you know what I'm talking about? Like you were just hot patati. Um, You have so much leverage on the algorithm because there aren't as many women at your age level who stay fit and who have good skincare regimens and whatnot. So if you're posting content in your 50s, And letting people know how old you are, you have more viral ability than someone my age who's talking about skincare. Okay, let that sink in. You have more opportunity. So do do not let it come out of your mouth that you're too old to succeed at this. So, but let's go back to that question for everybody too. Could this content be profitable in the future as an age? And three, is this content format a sustainable path for me? Like, can I actually create this type of video every day? This type of podcast, is it fun for me? Is it flowing out of me? Is it a huge production? Very few people in their niches need to start with high production content. What's going to feel more authentic is whenever you feel like you're talking to me, you feel like we're on a FaceTime call. That's what's going to sell and that's what's going to help you build a personal brand where people like, know, trust, and buy from you. I really hope that this podcast was valuable for you because I feel like this was something that I could have charged for. So enjoy it for free. Go share it with your friends and... If you like what you hear here, leave me a review. A review is the best way. Maybe you're like, I would love to work with Sophia. I just don't know if I can right now. I'm just not in a place financially. Go leave me a review. That's a great way for you to be like, look, thank you, Sophia. Thank you for what you provide for free. Um, And if you are making money in your life, you're making loads of money, but you don't, you're not doing what you love, DM me because I can help you build a profitable purposeful brand on social media you can combine purpose and profit in my head it's the only way to do it it's the only way to have fun it's the only way to feel fulfilled in your business every day let's talk I would love to help you have an amazing day guys